This is Saturday, February 19th. And today we finish up looking at the spiritual formation pathway that we looked at last Sunday. I remember reading some years ago a story told by writer and pastor Keith Miller. It seems that two men were friends growing up, but they went very different directions when they became adults. One moved more and more towards success in his life and his faith. He married and had a family. He moved forward in his work and found ways to serve in his community. He wasn't perfect by any stretch, but God was at work in him. The other man lived what seemed like the opposite story. He could never get on his feet. He didn't move forward as the years turned. He seemed to move only backward. After a few years, he was alone living in the streets with nothing to show for the years that had passed. But one day, he bumped into his old friend, the man that had thrived. His friend had no words of judgment, only encouragement and love. This was life's this was like sweet water poured on parched ground. The two talked for quite some time and then separated. But that didn't end their friendship or their meeting up. Instead, the man that walked well thought about his friend that had failed to thrive. And one day he sought him out again in the streets of the city. One day he found him and he told him that he loved him. And he gave him the most valuable thing in his life. It was the watch that his father had entrusted to him before he died. It was a treasure that reminded him of his father's love and his father's character. And he explained all this to his friend. And his friend did not want to receive the gift, but the man insisted. They spoke and also he told his friend of his love. And then they parted once again. Here's our text for today. Luke 22 verse 28 to 30. You are those who have stayed with me in my trials, said Jesus. And I assign to you, as my Father assigned to me, a kingdom, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Now these are words that Jesus shared with his disciples on the night he shared the Passover with them, the Lord's Supper. And also, this was the night he was betrayed. This is the night they, they will scatter and all run and hide. The night Peter will deny Jesus three times. The night when the dream they have had of a future with Jesus will be dashed. And what does Jesus tell them? He is entrusting his kingdom, the kingdom given to him by his Father, to them. In the scope of these few short words is the endorsement that he gives to them along with their mission. They are to lead and serve the kingdom of Jesus. Actually, he gives it to them. He tells them that they will have thrones and dominion. Now you wonder, why does Jesus tell them this? Well, he knows what they will face. He knows the doubts they will have. He knows that they will scatter and fail him how one by one they will fall away. So he wants them to know how he sees them and what he has planned for them. Now I shared that story about the two friends and let me tell you what happened when the man living in the streets was given the priceless watch. His life 
began to change. He saw himself not as the person he had been, but through the eyes of his friend that gave him such a gift, the one that entrusted his treasure to him. As he had once descended deeply into brokenness, he now began to slowly ascend, to believe he could live a different life, and that he really did have a future. That one gift became the place where he took a turn toward life and hope. It was a slow transformation for sure, but a real change began to take place. You see, we can have good intentions about growing in Christ and even make some attempts along the way. But without passion and motivation, it's not going to happen. Now on Sunday, we looked at what we call a Granada, our spiritual growth pathway. We looked at how everything we do, all of our ministry at Granada is to assist one another toward fullness in Christ. We asked everyone to be in community and to take the next step in their own spiritual growth. And today we are considering why. Why pursue Christ? Why invest our lives in this pursuit? Yes, for sure our hope is there. It is in Christ. Yes, Jesus has entrusted his kingdom to us. He has imbued us with a holy and high purpose. But there is more. There is Jesus himself. You see, for the man that received the gift, that gift was one thing. But it was really the love and trust of his friend that made all of the difference. And that is where we stand. The love of Christ constrains us. It's not the gifts of Jesus, though they're amazing to behold the freedom and love of Christ. It's really Jesus himself that we might come to know and enjoy him. Here's the Apostle Paul speaking of this. He says that I might gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him. It's Philippians 3, 8-10. So what is the next step in your pursuit of this fullness in Christ? How are you to go forward in this place How can you move forward on that spiritual formation pathway and walk in community with others? Let's pray together. All-powerful and gracious God, we find it difficult to imagine that we can know Jesus, really know him personally and intimately. Forgive us for having good intentions, but to, to fail to follow hard after Jesus. Thank you for your patient mercy, your loving kindness and grace. We pray for a renewed sense of your goodness and your presence in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.